Hey, y'all. I am so excited for this week's episode with my very special guest, the powerhouse in pigtails, Marge from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. But before we get to the interview, need to do a quick correction about last week's plug for Ashley Maleo's podcast. Her pod is called Your Mom Friends, and you can follow them on Instagram at Your Mom Friends Pod. Sorry about that, Ashley. Love and light, girl. Okay, on with the interview. Today, we have one of my favorite, favorite housewives. She, in my opinion, was the woman that changed the trajectory of Real Housewives of New Jersey season eight. Jersey was an iconic franchise and then it kind of fell flat a little bit. And then all of a sudden, season eight and her Margaret Joseph's and it's only gone up from there. Hi, Marge. Hi, Steve. Thank you for that sweet compliment. Thank you. Of course. The powerhouse with pigtails. She came in hot and she was ready. And truly, Jersey has just continued to be on fire with you and then the addition of Jennifer and Jackie. I mean, the franchise has just never been better, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think we're a great group of women. We're we're a great combo. I mean, we're so different. All of us are so different and so opinionated. So I think it's the right mix for uh, great viewing pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, what's really interesting, I literally just saw this before we started recording, and I found it fascinating. So I follow this account, Stars X Bravo. And in honor of premiere day, she posted all of the cast's zodiac sign plus their their moon. And both you and Jennifer are both double Aries. Oh, isn't that funny? Aries being a fireside. Yeah. Oh, both of you being double Aries. I mean, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder we butt heads. The horns butt. <laughs> you know, and Melissa Melissa's right. an Aries also though. But not double. She's an Aries as well. She's an Aries in cap. Dolores, there's a lot of doubles. Dolores is a double cap. Teresa is a Taurus Leo. Melissa's Aries cap and then Jackie's a Libra Aquarius. I am a Taurus, so Tree and I share that. That's so funny. I probably that's the only thing you share. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the only thing. <laughs> so, let's talk about starting the show. So, you came on in season 8. Had you prior to season 8, had you been approached? Had you been interested in doing the show? How did we get into Jersey? Well, it's funny because season eight, when they approached me, that wasn't the first time. They had approached me in season six, and that was the year of the twins. And Joe and I were slated, truthfully, to do our own show. We were with another production company. I'll say it It was first McGilla, then 495. It was going to be called Pigtails and Power Tools. (laughs) But when the casting director from Jersey approached, I said, all right, I'll quick do the sizzle for them. I thought, you know, it was just fine. Not a big deal. And they actually called and they were like, we want you to do it. And I was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm getting my own show, Cocky Mart. And my production company wouldn't let me out of it. And I was like, it really wasn't the right time. So they'll, they'll admittedly say that was really true. And I, and I just, it wasn't right timing. I wasn't doing it that season. By the time they came back to me in season eight, obviously my show did not come to fruition. I had a lawsuit, which I admitted about. And I said to Joe, this is the perfect timing. We need a reboot in the business. The kids are out of the house. We had literally just moved into this house to renovate it. And I said, we, you know, we could use something different. So they came to me. It only took me like two weeks. I think they were ready to go film. And that was it. It was, it was just 
so quick and spur of the moment. I didn't even have a chance to really think deep about it. You were brought on as a friend of Siggy. Yes, because we lived in the same town. <laughs> we lived in the same town. That really was all we had in common. That Yeah, I was going to say that coming on, that aged well for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two women couldn't be more different. Could not be more different. And, oh, that is, you know, you rarely see such crazy falls from grace. That is somebody where it is just was like a night and day where she was introduced to how I felt a season later. I mean, it was it was insane. Yes, I think she did a good job of her season seven hiding who she really was. And because I knew who she really was living in the same area as her, she knew that uh, the curtain of Oz would be revealed. And that's really what happened. Do you ever run into her at all? No, no, I don't run into her. She actually sold her house. She moved. And thank God. I Thank God I don't have to run into her. I always say staying on New Jersey has uh, left. I actually saw recently, well, recently, semi-recently, I feel like it was like a month or two ago. You don't see her face, but clearly a woman speaking to like the boat police or something. And she had done something. Did you see this? Yes. Did you happen to see this? Yes, yes, I saw it. Yes. You could so clearly hear Siggy's voice. I don't know what they did, but guess we're getting in trouble down in down in Florida. I'm assuming she's living down there now. I, I just think it follows her. Yeah, she's I mean, she's in Florida and, and that's great that they can have her. So since starting the show, you know, you had an explosive start between you and Siggy. And then what has been your favorite part about doing this show? And is there anything that you've regretted or wish would have happened differently? I think the best part of doing the show, A, it's a, it's an amazing platform. It's a great opportunity to do things that you wouldn't get to be able to do and meet people you normally wouldn't get to be able to meet. I mean, there's great charity opportunity. You have a voice, which which is amazing. I mean, it is fun. Anybody who says it's not fun isn't doing it right or isn't enjoying it. It is fun. It's it's a good time. But with with that being so that's that's been great because I, I have been able to I've been able to write a book much easier than I would have been if I, if I wasn't on this show. And because I have had an interesting life prior to this and, and people are interested. I've gotten to meet great friends and, and different people. So, so that's been a lot of fun. But with that being said, you know, it's a combination, I would say, of heaven and hell, right? It's, uh, you put your life out there. Everybody's willing to comment and tell you the way they feel. I happen to have thick skin. Do I regret anything? Not particularly. I think I'm shown very authentically. Maybe I shouldn't have thrown water in Danielle's face. Uh, do I think she still would have physically attacked me? Probably something else would have happened. I thought it. So we were truly good friends. I felt very sorry for her. She's very damaged. So maybe if that hadn't have happened, but you don't know because there was, when you realize there was, plotting behind the scenes with her and Teresa, they, they really, she had come in there looking to do something awful to me. That's about it. But every, but everything else, I, I have no regrets. Did you know the store owner from that day? I, he was good friends with Teresa. Okay. He's good friend of Teresa's. And, he, and I was very, very upset with him, but he has since apologized profusely. He, he didn't want to be involved. I am not going, you know, at the time I was very, 
very upset because it seemed like he was about, but he has apologized profusely since then. Good, 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 good. And I'm one to forgive. Forgiving's good because honestly, life has to move on. You can't, you can't hold on to all of that because then you're just, it's just going to make you unhappy. So that's good being able to move on from that. Did you feel like after your first season, you know, you were a success. Did you feel that pressure to succeed or anything like that? I never felt any pressure because I feel I'm authentically myself. I give my honest opinion. I don't feel I'm any different on camera than off camera. Some people who, you know, the people who don't like me are like, how can you not like this in real life? I'm brutally honest. I am. I'm unfiltered. I'm brutally honest, but I am willing to forgive. I'm willing to be apologetic when I, when I feel I need to be. I'm very loving and affectionate. You know, I, I run the gamut of emotions in my everyday life. And I think that's the way I am on camera. And that's the way I'm portrayed. But I'm, I'm a no bullshit girl. I mean, that's a fact. And, uh, and I'm going to say it the way it is. And being a good friend is saying the way it is. I agree with that. And I think I've, I've talked about this before on another episode, as far as in Housewives world, I feel like the word loyalty, it's a touchy word, but an important word in Housewives world. The biggest issue about it is people have very different opinions on loyalty. Some may say like blind loyalty, where like, no matter what, I'm going to ride for you. And what you and I, I feel like, define loyalty as, you know, like, I'm loyal to my friends, but I'm also going to call you out when you're doing something wrong, because I want you to not look like an idiot, or I don't want you to be an asshole. I'm, I want the best for you. Exactly. That's, and I feel like that's what it is. And I think that's what being a good friend is. I mean, loyalty, there's different, different notions of loyalty. I mean, you're loyal to your ruler, <laughs> Right. I mean, it's like, or your master, if you're a dog, I mean, you're going to be, you know, it's like, that's not, it's, it's a weird word to me. It's not like you're being disloyal. If you're honest with someone that's not being, it's being real and authentic to let someone behave in a way that's not healthy for them or, makes them look poorly in the public eye and you're just going to pretend it's okay because they think that's loyal. That's not loyalty. That's, that's just sheer stupidity and not being a good friend. And I, and I am not that person. So people will say, Oh, you're just loyal because you said this or you said, no, I would want someone to tell me if I was being a jerk. That's, that's just that simple. That doesn't mean that they don't love me. It means that they are being a loyal and good friend to you because they're calling, they're telling you, when something's wrong. Exactly. I mean, I, that's not realistic. It is not realistic. That's a dictatorship. That's when you're loyal to your dictator. Yes. And you have no choice, but you're operating out of fear. Going into this current season that's premiering this week, what were your initial feelings going into filming? And then now that it's all wrapped and it's about to premiere. My initial feelings going into the season, as I always do, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back together with my friends on a regular basis. I'm always just thrilled to be together. And then somehow something always unravels. I think the season was very emotional. There was real issues. It's, it revolves around a lot about people's relationships. I think a lot of people aren't honest, not only with... Uh, the way they portray their life, but I think also with themselves. I mean, the problem is I think I'm brutally honest with myself and I think I'm brutally honest the way I I portray everything. I guess it's hard for me because I expect everybody to be the same and they're not. And I think it takes time. 
but a lot of people, like, you know, it's a, they put their life out there on Instagram, on social media, and it's not all real. Yeah, no, I, I think it always fascinates me, you know, going on these shows, you have to know going, going in and doing these, anything that is in the closet will come out. So it's important that I feel like, you know, certain people do on these shows, like if they're going to, you know, fire out some accusations or fire out things that are going on, they better be ready to face their own stuff because you can't, you can't attack, attack, attack and not expect your own stuff to come out. Right. Yeah, of course. So then there's the Jennifer, same thing. It's just like the cheating people like the accusations. It's not accusations. Okay. Accusations are when there's a possibility it's not true. You see at the end of the first episode, Jennifer openly admits that Bill is unfaithful. I've known it was, it was upsetting. It was, it's not something I said to shame her under any circumstance or anything remotely like that. It was just to show that she was so against me and the way, you know, endless shaming of myself, my mother, slut shaming, this, that, and the other thing. But she had known all along that her husband had also had affairs. So the whole the whole point is, yeah, so why is Bill? And I love Bill. And I think Bill's a good person. And, you know, people are human and, and mistakes happen. But my point to her was just like, don't pretend everything is so amazing and everybody else is just so horrible when you have the stuff going on in your backyard as well. You know, as we see in the episode, you know, when I say that Jennifer's husband has had affairs, she corrects me and says, you know, who it's with. It wasn't, it wasn't with the office manager. It was with the pharmaceutical rep. So she responds in a way that, you know, I knew that she knew. I wouldn't want to bring up a, a secret that she didn't know about, but it was just me trying to point out that the hypocrisy of it all, you can't chastise me for years and have these horrible opinions when you know damn well what's been going on in your own backyard. I also find it interesting for this upcoming season, you know, Teresa was really giddy last season to, you know, come after Jackie with this, I call it a fake rumor. It was a made up story. Nothing came out. Yes. Yeah. No one told her about this rumor. Funny that all of that happened last season with all of that. And now this season, it seems she's going to be laying in that same bed. Everything's coming out of the woodwork in her own relationship. How does she navigate that? Not well. I don't think she navigated it very well. I think the difference is, is there was nothing out there about Evan whatsoever. There's no video. There's no videos that have surfaced. There's nothing that has surfaced about him. And unfortunately, endless things have surfaced about her relationship and her fiance. So there's one thing with an actual rumor and there's one thing with actual evidence. So I think it's, it was hard not to talk about it and it's only out of concern, but she doesn't take it very well. Would you say that the whole cast has concerns or is it just, are there people that are ignoring all of the things coming out on the cast? I think some are more concerned than others. Obviously myself, I was concerned being someone, you know, who, whose mother had domestic violence in her own relationship with, you know, my father, who has been with emotionally abusive men myself in, in my relationships. Of course, I was, you know, I didn't like to see those red flags. 
I think other people on the cast didn't like to see those red flags. I think there was a lot of concern. I think some people didn't want to say anything and won't admit to the concern. So I think there's a lot of that. And I think some people think that Teresa can handle it. And and I feel like, why should she even have to? But she is very happy and she really loves him. So I don't even know what to say about that. She really loves him. And she says that he has a past and everything else. But a past to me is, you know, 10, 20 years ago. This is not that. It's very clear there's fracture in the group already, you know, since everything has wrapped and all of that. We're just now starting this journey again. Do you foresee a future of you guys repairing things? She is very upset. I I heard her give an interview the other day, and she doesn't see that she could repair this. I personally don't feel that way. I can't. She thinks I come from just, you know, everyone's attacking her. She's the goat. She's this. She's that. You know, that's. That's nonsense. You know, it's the it's the Teresa show. It's the that's just proof of her her defense mechanism. And I just don't think that way. I think that she could think what she wants. It doesn't come from a good place. Yes, I think I have every right. We're all on a, you know a, a team together, and I think I have every right based on what's come out. I wasn't digging. There was nothing remotely like that. All you had to do was open your phone, and and the crap was everywhere. It would be abnormal not to say anything. And of course. I can come back from that because I didn't say anything negative about her. It wasn't about her. Yes. I I can't blindly celebrate someone until you know the facts. Even I got a ton of DMs and like emails. Like I, two days ago, I got in my email, like something, it was like, remain anonymous and this whole thing about Louie. And I'm like, I don't, is this guy even ready for what's coming? Like, Again, how does he one go on shows like this with all of this in the background? I, I mean, how does he handle the season? I, I don't know. I don't know because it hasn't all aired yet, right? I don't know how he's going to handle it. I do, I do feel badly for him a little bit to the fact is those were private things that were revealed. Those were intimate moments where he sent a video, where he sent a letter. Those things did come out. So it, you know, I did on a, on one level, I did feel a little bit, I was like, Hey, these are private moments and in intimate relationships. But with that being said, he was apologizing for something, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Real quick. We have to take a break. Well, we'll put a pin in that love bubble. One of the historic things that has happened for this season for Jersey is a four seasons in a row without a cast change. What do you think is the secret sauce for this cast? I think the secret sauce is that we're all very different. We're all very strong, opinionated women. And I think that we all have genuine friendships and relationships and we all see each other all year round. This isn't, we're very authentic to whatever crazy emotions we have, but no one puts on an act. No one puts on an act on this show. We all spend time together. We're all seeing each other 12 months of the year. This isn't like film and go away. So I think that comes through on the screen and that's why it works. And we have a new friend of joining us this season, Tracy. Yes, I adore her. Tell us about Tracy. What should we expect? Tracy is smart, beautiful, opinionated. She's she's just great. She's the wife of Kiki Barber, who's everybody just loves. I call him, he's America's sweetheart. He really is. He's just, he's smart and, and funny and cute. And 
as we see in the first episode, I named my, my dog was named after him, Tiki Joseph. R.I.P. Tiki Joseph. My ex-husband and my son were obsessed with Tiki Barber. That had to be so like bizarre knowing that like your whole, your family was like a huge fan. And then now them being in your circle. (laughs) I know, which I think is just so funny because it it was just like then, oh my God. Yeah. But they're just, they're, they're a great couple. I think they're a great addition. And she really, she just brings a nice mix. You know what? She's not a hysterical woman. You know, she doesn't overly emote. She's not a, she's not a table thrower. She's not um, a big crier, but she gets her point across. Can you tease who we will see her bond with the most and who we may see her be at odds with? I think I am very bonded with her. She and I bond very nicely together. She does have some, you know, some, listen, that doesn't mean she doesn't challenge me on some of my opinions. I think she she's helps me see things in a different light sometimes. I don't know who she's exactly at odds with, but she does have some strong opinions about certain things that are in line with the way I feel. Would you foresee her in the future potentially joining the main cast as a housewife? I, I would love for her to join the main cast. I was I would think it would be a big plus for us, a big win. There was rumor to, that there was supposed to be another woman that was going to be popping up on the season. I mean, I, obviously, that was a that's a, that was the rumor that went the same way the Evan Goldschneider rumor went. <laughs> not true. <laughs> so sh- we will not be seeing. Okay. So I mean, she. I mean, Bravo announces all friends. Yeah. And I didn't. I, there was no announcement. <laughs> I mean, this woman announced herself. <laughs> I, I just find that entertaining. You know, I was like, what What franchise? You showed up at a party. I mean. So this season, what do we expect to see with you, Joe, Marge Sr., Lexi? What are we going to be? What do we expect this season with you? I think, you know what? What's going on with us is just our... Our normal hijinks of our family. You get to see me celebrate Marge Seniors. She has a big birthday. So we get to see that. I mean, everybody, you get to see my ex-husband comes on. We have a serious chat. There, You know, there is some emotional things in my family. Listen, I'm a lot for everybody. I, I think I put it all out there. And I think that's hard for some people in my family to deal with. So I think you're going to see that. Can I be guaranteed more Marlene? Yes, there is more Marlene. There might not be enough Marlene, but you will definitely. There's see never more enough Marlene. Yeah, there's never enough Marlene. Please tell her that. I'll if, tell her. For future seasons, I need Marlene to literally demand to be on camera in every moment. Because... I know, I know. You know what it is? She always wants to dance her way right into the right into the scene. She's, she's quite the little dancer. But you'll definitely see dancing Marlene. I can't wait. I will never, ever forget. I want to say it was season nine where she accidentally burped in your ear or something when she was I serving. I know, I know. In my ear, yeah, my ear, Joe Gorgon's ear, yeah. <laughs> She's hysterical. I mean, that's not, that's not shocking. Oh, it was so, and the way she, she just like, she ran away <laughs> off, the, off the couch. Oh, I mean, Marlene is very funny. Her famous line for when she leaves the house is like, enjoy the honeymoon. You know, and then she wants to know how many times you had sex when she's not in the house. And I'm like, Marlene. Do you and Joe still shower every morning together? 
We do. We do. And if he's not in the shower, he's definitely in the bathroom. How's Marge Sr.? Marge Sr. is great. And I just want to add in, Marge Sr. and I did an additional hidden chapter for my book together called uh, Junior versus Senior, the lost chapter. Because the paperback's coming out in March. So that that's kind of fun. Because Mark Singer had a very juicy life. And she had feelings about the book. And it was a bit, she is a Hungarian immigrant. Um, I'm first generation. She wasn't born here. So we have a nice little chapter with Mark Singer and I that's coming out in the paperback in March. And I think that'll be a nice little prelude. I think Mark Singer will definitely write a book one day. Because her if, if my life is interesting, her life is 10 times more interesting. Well, I was just going to say, I would love to sit down and just hear life story from Marge Sr. Yeah, Marge Sr. is just, you know, from coming, you know, riding a bicycle across the border, the Austria-Hungarian border to escape communism to from, to where her life has gone today and, and everything in between is pretty amazing. And Lexi, will we expect to see Lexi around this season? Yes, you'll see Lexi around this season and Nino's getting older. And yeah, we have him in school. So Lexi is definitely around. And, you know, that's really, uh, some people I say to me, oh, you don't have your kids on. Well, that's, that's my family. These are people who are in my life every single day. My children are old. I mean, my youngest is 25, my son, and there's no way he would ever go on camera. And Joe's kids would never go on camera. And, you know, my stepkids, you know, thank God that's had some good movement. I'm happy about that, but everybody wants to remain private. But people who are in my life every single day, I have, a, I have a team here. I have a team of young women, Lisa, Lexi, Lindsay. These are people I'm with every single day. So I have such a cast of characters around me. And that's, you know, my, my family in addition. So let's hop into some fan questions. We've got from Lex Star Chicks. I feel like she's been feuding with Teresa for years and now it's coming to a head. Do you agree with that? I feel like I never, I always felt like Teresa maybe would get upset with me in some, in some like underlying thing. I didn't know what was happening would come out, but now I do feel like something's come to a head. You know, and it's funny. I actually like just reading that. I just thought of it. Like, I don't think I ever felt like you guys were consistently in a feud, but I felt like something was always boiling. Yes. I, you know what? Like when I found out she had my hair pulled, I was very taken aback. Like that was, that was heartbreaking to me. And she was very apologetic and I've always cared for her and I've always championed her. And even in this scenario, she thinks that I am so against her. And the last thing I want is to be against her and that she even thinks that is ridiculous. I, you know what? I don't have to love who she's with. She has to love who she's with, but I'm not going to say, you know, I don't see some things that are not savory. Again, I think there that's goes back to the initial thing that we said about loyalty is like, I actually think it's sad that she does see it that way because it actually, you t- bringing up those concerns and whatnot is truly caring for someone. Whereas if you just blindly ignore it, that's not truly caring for someone, right? What would, what would the Bravo verse say if no one said anything? Well, that too. No, truthfully, what, what would everybody else the entire, everybody else is saying, seeing something. And then all of a sudden, all of her friends see nothing and just pretend it's okay. Why is everyone ignoring this, these, all these red flags? Yeah, it's, but yeah, it's bizarre. It's, it just doesn't make sense. Zach Kaniko, after all that was said and done this upcoming season, do you foresee Louie and Tree working out? I mean, I think they desperately want to be together. And I think 
they really, you know, Teresa goes into it very headstrong and puts blinders on. And I think if they could weather, you know, some storms, I, I can see it working out. Grace Peck wants to know, how good did it feel to push what's-his-face in the pool? (laughs) It it did feel so good to push Marty in the pool. That night, it was, like, so cathartic. It was such a buildup because he said so many awful things. But at the end of the day, like, now we're friendly with Marty because he saw the lights and he has a lovely girlfriend. He came to see the house husbands perform. And he's a grown-up and he realized, and everything's fine. But it did feel really good that night. Jakey Tab wants to know, are you friends with all the girls right now? Or is it still rocky with some? Listen, it's still rocky with some. It's definitely still rocky with some. When you have real relationships, it, it, it is painful when something happens. I mean, I think like, you know, we'd have to, we, we might have to like go to group therapy. But we, we have such different ways of dealing with our emotions and, and pain and her and, her, you know, it, it's hard. Heather Ann 8, what is your assistant's accent? I can never place it. It's so funny. She's from Manchester, England, but she's been with me 13 years. And Lexi came here 13 years ago. So I think it's British mixed with Jersey. I love it. Yo Mama Rita wants to know, what was the inspiration for your home reno? Your style is legendary. Oh, thank you. I always say it's Hollywood Regency, which is like vintage Hollywood glam mixed with rock and roll lodge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I always say. It's just like, that's really what it is. Like someone could come here like a, a, you know, Keith Richards could have had a drug overdose here, but not die, (laughs) like a big party. But like, you know, vintage Hollywood Regency. Yeah, with the rock and roll vibe. Dapper Danny B wants to know, what would she tell first season Marge about the show with what she knows now? I would say it's just like, nothing is fake. It's very real. And because I really did think it was staged when I had gone on the show. I realized very quickly that it wasn't. That's all I could really say to myself and just said, take it, you know, just stay authentic. I, I think I stayed authentic, but that it's, that it's real and people take it very seriously. And it, it's the emotions run deep. Andy Ferg wants to know, would love to know her top five housewives of all time. And bottom five if she's w- willing. <laughs> I mean, ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, who I love or who I do think are legends. Yeah, whichever one you want. I mean, I'm just going to have to say, I mean, the most Nene Leakes legend, you know, she's she's a great housewife. She'll forever go down in history. Legend. You got to say, Teresa, she's a legend. Do I, do I love her right now? No, but she will forever be personified as one of the best housewives, just based on everything that she's been through. Dorinda, memorable, unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. Amazing housewife, Beverly Hills. Listen, there's Lisa Vanderpump is unbelievable, legendary housewife. But also, listen, I I love Elisa Rinna. People don't love Elisa Rinna. I love Elisa Rinna. She's an amazing housewife. I think I think she's she's fabulous. OC, you got to give it to like a Tamara. She was a legendary housewife. But listen, I love the style of a Kyle Richards. I think she's magnificent. I mean. there's so many housewives I love but those are like real like legends that like just when you think of housewives it personifies housewives my bottom five I mean you know real like bottom five who I can't stomach I don't even want to say who I can't I mean listen Ziggy Flicker absolute bottom worst housewife ever because just so doesn't personify or signify anything and doesn't deserve a platform because just her political you know what just everything she stands for repulses me 
worst housewife ever. Amber Marchese is also down there. Her views, her, well, it's really her husband's the worst. You know, they're really down there. That's the couple. They really, they just suck. They're really down there. That's two, two from two from Jersey. That's pretty sad. Listen, I'm gonna say Danielle. She's a legend. She's a great housewife. Now, I'm not gonna say anything bad about her. Yeah, you know, she's a great housewife. She did everything shitty. Me, she's still a great housewife. Do you think we'll get um, a Danielle Instagram live viewing party like we did last year? Oh, I'm sure we'll get a Danielle sub Instagram. I mean, the, the woman hangs on uh, tooth and nail. I mean, is there anything you want to go ahead and plug? I know you said your book's coming out. Yeah, we have the paperback book coming out. I also have a podcast, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. Mine is not about pop culture or uh, housewives, but it is about entrepreneurship. And any disruptors, dreamers, anybody who started a business or is doing something interesting that has fulfilled their dreams and living their ultimate success. I think it's very inspiring. I love it. And we do it very fine. And it's not very businessy, but done in a, a great way. So everybody should listen to that because, you know, if you don't get enough Marge every Tuesday night now in Housewives, you can listen to the podcast. I was on there once. It was a blast. We had a great time. Yes. And we loved having you. And that's, that's really what it is. And then just we have the show, you know, every Tuesday night. And that's what I'm plugging. And then keep your eye out soon. We have something else launching that's going to be really good. Oh, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. I'm ready for another explosive and dramatic season. Yes. The, Jer- the Jersey Girls, yes. We are definitely going to deliver. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Yes, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Be sure to check out other podcasts from The Dip, including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, Pop Chaser, TV, Watch, Repeat, and the Slut Pig Podcast with Christian Gray Snow. And don't forget to visit thedip.com where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's The Dip with two Ps.com and follow them on Instagram at the dip you can also follow me at faces by bravo where we can keep in touch until next time and as always but now we said it